Hello everybody, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, Dr. Armen, Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatriyan from Yerevan, Armenia, and now we'll talk about, we continue actually, to talk about acute coronary syndromes, and today we'll talk about prognosis and treatment. So global risk should be estimated via f uh, formal clinical risk scores, or a combination of the following risk uh, high-risk features. Recurrent angina or ischemia at rest or during low-level activity. Heart failure, worsening mitral regurgitation. High-risk stress test result. Uh, so, for what, what is high-risk uh, stress test? So, stat, test stopped in less five minutes due to symptoms marked ECG abnormalities, hypertension, or complex ventricular arrhythmias. Arrhythmias, okay? During stress test, of course. Hemodynamic instability, sustained ventricular tachycardia, diabetes mellitus, PCI, so angioplasty, within past six months. So we talk about recurrent ischemia, right? A prior cabbage, coronary artery bypass surgery, and level ejection fraction less than 0 0.40 or less than 40%. Uh, this is the basis of prognosis to understand. Actually, there are some uh, scores, for example, Global uh, Registry of Acute Coronary Events, so GRACE, uh, thrombosis and myocardial infarction, TIMI, uh, TIMI 0, TIMI 4, 1, 2, 3, etc., platelet, gliplet, 1, 2, 3, platelet glycoprotein 2B3A in unstable angina, and persuits or receptor suppression using interglin therapy, but actually use just a combination of above-mentioned risk features. So about treatment, about treatment of ACS or acute coronary syndrome, uh, pre-hospital care. So pre-hospital care, oxygen, aspirin, and nitrates, and triage to an appropriate medical center cat lab, without cat lab, etc. Drug treatment, antiplatelet drugs, anti-anginal drugs, anticoagulants, and in some cases other drugs. Often angiography to assess coronary artery anatomy, often reperfusion therapy, fibrinolytics, percutaneous coronary intervention, or coronary artery bypass surgery, actually based on STEMI and non-STEMI. Huh? So, so STEMI, we remember, STEMI is uh, got the therapeutic window, not more than 120 minutes. Now they talk about three, four hours. Actually, not more than six hours. That's, but the best therapeutic window is the two hours. So it's reperfusion therapy and fibrinolytics. Supportive care and post-discharge cardiac rehabilitation and chronic management of coronary artery disease. Treatment, including drug, drug treatment, is designed to relieve distress, interrupt thrombosis, reverse ischemia, limit size, reduce cardiac work workload, and prevent and treat complications. An acute coronary syndrome is a medical emergency. Outcome is greatly influenced by rapid diagnosis and treatment. Treatment occurs simultaneously with diagnosis. Okay, it's very important to understand that treatment is uh, uh, treatment occurs simultaneously with diagnosis. 
contributing disorder for ex disorders for example anemia heart failure are aggressively treated uh, because the chest pain of myocardial infarction usually subsides with 12 to 40 hours 24 hours uh, 12 to 24 hours not more huh? any chest pain uh, that remains or recurs later is investigated it may indicate such complications as recurrent ischemia very big problem pericarditis pulmonary embolism pneumonia gastritis or ulcer so pre-hospital care oxygen once again huh? pre-hospital oxygen aspirin nitrates and triage to appropriate medical center okay a reliable intravenous route must be established catheter oxygen given typically two liter by nasal can cannula and continuous single lead ECG monitoring started pre-hospital interventions by emergency medical personnel including ECG chewed aspirin so not more than three, uh, 325 milligrams 325 my Indian friends so three, uh, 325 milligrams from aspirin pain management with nitrates uh, early thrombolysis early thrombolysis with indicate with indicated and possible and triage to the appropriate hospital where primary PCI is available available can reduce risk of mortality and complications so where is cath lab if cath lab exists of course Although opioids have long been used to treat pain in patients with acute coronary syndromes, new data suggest that in morphine attenuates activity of some receptor inhibitors and may contribute to worse uh, patient outcomes. But we have to understand this data very carefully. Early diagnosis data and response to treatment can help determine the need for an uh, and timing of revascularization when primary percutaneous coronary intervention interventions is not possible okay so about hospital admission let's talk about hospital admission to understand what's going on so drug therapy with antiplatelet drugs anticoagulants and other drugs based on reperfusion strategy Risk, strat risk stratify patient and choose a reperfusion strategy, fibrinolytics or cardiac angiography with PCI or cabbage for patients with STEMI and cardiac angiography with PCI, PCI or cabbage for patients with unstable angina or STEMI. Okay, once again, so <coughs> we have to understand this sentence once again. So risk stratify patients and choose a reperfusion strategy. So fibrinolytics or cardiac angiography with PCI, so stand, or cabbage with patients with STEMI. So STEMI, what is this? Uh, ST segment elevation myocardial infarction. So myocardial infarction with ST segment elevation. And coronary angiography with PCI or cabbage with patients with unstable angina or non-STEMI so actually we don't need to use we don't use fibrinolytics with patients with non-STEMI with non-STEMI uh, I do prefer non-STEMI okay
So fiber analytics, once again, third time, fiber analytics and, and, and stand, or maybe PCI, uh, cabbage, sorry, with STEMI and just angiography with stand or without stand, it depends of situation, PCI, so stand, cabbage you know, in patients with unstable angina or non-STEMI. So don't need Actually, we don't. Uh, we have. We haven't good fiber analytics for non-STEMI. Actually, this is a question to use or not use. But for the moment, in guidelines, we don't use fiber analytics for non-STEMI. On arrival to the emergency room, the patient diagnosed. Diagnosis is confirmed. If it's confirmed, Dr drug therapy and choice of revascularization, revascularization depend on the type of acute coronary syndrome as well as the clinical uh, picture. So choice of drug therapy is discussed, and choice of reperfusion strategy is further dis discussed. <coughs> okay, huh? but uh, when the diagnosis is unclear, yes, when diagnosis is unclear, bedside cardiac marker tests can help identify low-risk patients with a suspect acute coronary syndrome. For example, those with initially negative cardiac markers and non-diagnostic ECGs who can be managed in 24 observation observation units or chest pain centers. <coughs> Sorry, higher risk patients should be should be admitted to a monitored inpatient unit or coronary care unit, CCU, uh, intensive care unit, cardiac care unit, coronary care unit. Several validate tools can help stratify risk. Thrombolytics in myocardial infarction, TIMI. Uh, risk scores might be maybe maybe the most widely used. Patients with suspected non-STEMI and intermediate or high risk should be admitted to an inpatient care or cardiac cancer unit, coronary care unit, CCU. Those with STEMI should be admitted to this cath lab. Uh, so coronary care unit center. Only heart rate and rhythm recorded by a single lead ECG are consistently useful for routine continuous monitoring. However, some clinicians recommended routine multi-lead monitoring with continuous ST segment recording to, identi to identify transient recurrent ST segment elevations or depression. Yes, it's uh, me too. I do advise it. Such findings, even in patients without symptoms, suggest ischemia and identified high-risk patients who may require more aggressive evaluation and treatment. Qualified nurses can uh, inter can interpret uh, interpret the ECG for arrhythmia and initiate protocols for its treatment. All staff members should know how to do CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, of course. So, supportive care. Uh, the care unit should be a quiet, <coughs> calm, restful area. But actually, emergency, calm, restful area is difficult to, to, difficult to use, but uh, to uh, imagine, to figure, but anyway. Uh, single rooms are preferred. Privacy consistent with monitoring should be ensured. 
Usually visitors and telephone calls are restricted to family members uh, during the first few days. But this is questionable actually. Huh? For me it's very, very questionable. A wall clock, a calendar and an outside window help orient the patient and prevent a sense of isolation. As can access to radio, television, newspaper and or digital devices. On first day to day one, patients without complications, for example hemodynamic instability, ongoing ischemia, including those in whom reperfusion with fibrinolytics or PCI is successful, can sit in a chair, must sit in a chair, my point of view, begin passive exercises and use a commode. Okay? So what's commode to peace and to uh, do need it? Uh, toilet, commode, to toilet, commode. Walking to the bathroom and doing non-stressful, uh, non-stressful paperwork are all allowed shortly thereafter. Huh? Walking to bathroom and doing non-stressful paperwork. Patients with successful and complicated primary PCI stand for acute myocardial infarction may be ambulated quickly and be safely discharged in two or to four days. Yes. In my period it was several months. So after two or four days. Okay, two or four days. In reperfusion, if reperfusion is not successful or complications are present, patients require patients require longer bed rest. But they, particularly early patients, are mobilized as soon as possible. Just trust me. Mobilized as soon as possible. Prolonged bed rest results in rapid physically deconditioning. Deconditioning with the development of orthostatic hypertension, decreased work capacity, increased heart rate during exertion, and increased risk of deep venous thrombosis. Prolonged bed rest also in, in intensifies feeling of depression and helplessness. Anxiety, mood changes and denial are common. A mild tranquilizer, usually a benzodiazepine, is often given, but many experts believe such drugs are rarely needed, but not me. Because treating myocardial infarction without tranquilizer is not normal at all. Or you might use, uh, actually, or you might use, <coughs> for example, uh, phytotherapy. Normal phytotherapy, goods very, it works very good in this situation. Reactive depression is common by the third day of illnesses and is almost universal at some time during recovery. So, how to, you know, how to discharge this patient in third days? And this is a very interesting question. After the acute phase of illness, the most important tasks are often management of depression. So treating the depression is the most problem. How to treat without drugs? It's another question. Rehabilitation and institution of long-term preventive programs. Overemphasis on bed rest. Overemphasis on bed rest. Overemphasis. Okay. Overemphasize. I'm sorry, my pronunciation. Overemphasize. Over emphasis. Overemphasis. Over 
overemphasis, so accentuation on bed rest, inactivity, and the seriousness of the disorder reinforces anxiety and depressive tendencies. So patients are encouraged to sit up, get out of bed, and engage in appropriate activities as soon as possible. The effects of the disorder prognosis and individualized rehabilitation program should be explained to the patient. Maintaining normal bowel function with stools softness, for example, docusat, 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 to prevent straining is important. Urinary retention is common among elderly patients, especially after several days of bed rest of, or if atropine was given or morphine was given. A catheter may be required, but can usually be removed when the patient can stand or sit to void. Okay? And sit to void. Yeah. Because smoking is prohibited, a hospital stay should be used to encourage smoking cessation. All caregivers should devote considerable effort to making smoking cessation permanent. Okay. Why well, talk about this? Because even some doctors, some doctors smoke, and how can do how can do they uh, <coughs> change opinion of the patient to keep smoking? If doctor is smoking, if doctor is a smoker. Hmm? How can do can, how doctor can <coughs> do convince his patient to keep smoking if he is a smoker or she is a smoker? <coughs> Actually, patient is uh, smokers are like like babies. Huh? Ah, you are a smoker, so I, I will smoking. So if you could use your yourself keep smoking, how how you want to convince your patient? Although actually all ill patients have little appetite, taste food is in modest amounts is good for moral. Tasty food is modest amounts is good for moral. Patients are usually offered a soft diet. Huh? Soft diet. Sodium reduction is not required after the first two or uh, three days if there is no evidence of heart failure. Patients are given a diet low in, low in uh, saturated fats, which is used to teach healthy eating. I'm not don't talk about cholesterol and, and other tales. For patients with diabetes and STEMI, STEMI uh, intensive glucose control is no longer recommended. Guidelines call for insulin-based re regimen to achieve and maintain glucose levels less than 180 milligrams a daily while avoiding hypoglycemia but actually this is questionable okay so i don't don't talk about uh, another choices but hyperglycemia not not good at all so this is very difficult to understand hypoglycemia is good or hyperglycemia is what but anyway so less than 180 milligrams uh, daily uh, deciliter 100 
sorry, one less than 180 milligram deciliter or 9.9 millimoliter while avoiding uh, hypoglycemia. Okay. Uh, so about rehab, huh? rehabilitation. So and post discharge treatment, functional evaluation, changes of lifestyle, regular exercise, diet modifications. Uh, weight loss so of course long not not in hospital uh, weight loss smoking cessation it's absolutely so I will put smoking cessation in the first place this is absolutely important and for diabetes mellitus control hyper hyperglycemia so changing lifestyle actually drugs continuation of antiplatelet drugs beta blockers AC inhibitors and statins. Uh, about functional evaluation, yeah, some some words about functional evaluation. What is functional evaluation actually? Functional evaluations, uh, yeah, uh, did uh, patients who did not have coronary angiography during admission have no high risk features. For example, heart failure, recurrent angina ventricular tachycardia or ventricular fibrillation after 24 hours, mechanical complications such, such as new murmurs, uh, shock, and have an ejection fraction more than 40%, whether or not they receive fibroanalytics usually should have stress testing, it's very good, stress testing, or of some sort before or shortly after discharge. So to understand the functional evaluation and actually to um, convince patient to make uh, physical physical uh, stress physical activity actually physical activity because physical activity is the best is the best you know is the best uh, treatment physical activity actually is for prim primary prophylaxis and for second prophylaxis this is concerning functional activity ah actual activity right okay about activity okay about activity physical activity is gradually increased during the first three to six weeks after discharge and this is the most important thing after a smoking cessation resumption uh, resumption of sexual activity often a great concern to the patient and partner and other moderate physical activities may be encouraged uh, this is very important to do and uh, to do and don't be uh, you know uh, oh i'm uh, not in very shamed to, to talk about these things no we have to talk about sexual activity it's very very important actually this is the best best physical activity not to be confused to talk about it huh if good cardiac function is maintained six weeks after acute myocardial infarction, most patients can return to all their normal activities. And once again, patients are not invalid. They do have their sexual activity. A regular exercise program consistent with lifestyle, age and cardiac status reduces risk of ischemic events and enhances general well-being. Supervised cardiac rehabilitation programs decrease mortality after revascularization. But the best cardiac rehabilitation program is physical activity with sexual activity, so physical rehabilitation, 
and go to work. <coughs> risk factors. Risk factor modification. Okay, the acute illness and treatment of acute coronary syndrome should be used to strongly motivate the patient to modify risk factors. Act to uh, acute illness, the acute illness and treatment of acute coronary syndromes, once again, should be used to strongly motivate the patient to modify risk factors because this, this is the most important thing to do. Evaluating the patient's physical and emotional status and discussing them with the patient and with his wife, I don't know, with his uh, relatives. Advising about lifestyle, the most important once again, smoking, diet, work and play, and play habits, exercise, and aggressively, aggressively managing risk factors may and must improve prognosis because be, without this, you do nothing. Just do nothing. You do have to understand this. So, okay, about drugs. Some words about drugs. Why not, actually? Uh, several drugs clearly reduce mortality risk post-MI and uh, are used unless contradicated or not tolerated. Aspirin or other antiplatelet drugs. Beta blockers. Beta blockers, yes. So actually, beta blockers in cardiology every time. Angiotensin coventic enzyme inhibitors, AC inhibitors. Statins, actually concerning statins. Okay, and statins. Aspirin and other antiplatelet anti drugs reduce mortality and reinfarction rates in patients after myocardial infarction. Anti-coated aspirin, so in the United States, this is 81 milligram once a day is recommended long term. Data suggests that warfarin with or without aspirin reduces mortality and reinfarction rates. Beta blockers are considered standard therapy. Most available beta blockers, well, metoprolol, propranadol, timorol, bisoprolol, lacebotulol, reduces post-myofarction mortality rates by about 25% for at least seven years. AC inhibitors also considered standard therapy and they are given to all post-MI patients, post-myocardial patients, if possible, particularly if ejection fraction of most myocardial infarction is less than 40%. These drugs may provide long-term cardioprotection by improving endothelium function. If an AC inhibitor is not tolerated because of cough or rash, but not angioedema or renal dysfunction, an angiotensin, okay, an angiotensin 2 receptor blockers, ARB, may be uh, substituted. Zartans. Statins are also standard therapy and are routinely prescribed regardless of lipid levels. As also, this is questionable. Reducing cholesterol levels. So why this is questionable? My point of view, if patient doesn't smoke, no more smoking, uh, physical active with sexual activity, change his diet, uh, lifestyle, etc., etc. For example, uh, physical activity 10,000 steps a day. And he's good tolerated everything white to take statins. So reducing level cholesterol levels after myocardial infarction reduce rates of recurrent ischemic events and mortality in patients with elevated to normal cholesterol cholesterol levels. But why would statins? So yes, statin appeared to best most uh, myocardial infarction patients regardless of their initial cholesterol level. Once again, this is a questionable. Post-MI patients whose primary problem is a low HDL level 
or an elevated triglyceride level may be benefit from a fibrate, but evidence of benefit is less clear, fibrat eh, or fib fibrate. The statin should be continued identically, not my opinion, unless significant adverse effects occur and those should be increased to the maximum, maximally tolerated dose. Uh, okay, but it's not my opinion. It's, it's written in, in guidelines, but it is not my opinion, once again. So, actually, we finished. Okay, let's once again about key points. Uh, key points. Uh, unstable angina. STEMI and uh, non-STEMI and STEMI rep represent worsening degrees of myocardial ischemia and necrosis, and the uh, distinctions help differentiate prognosis and guide, actually, treatment. Diagnosis is based on serial ECG and cardiac, cardiac marker levels, particularly using new, highly sensitive troponins. Immediate medical treatment depends on the specific syndrome and patient characteristics, but typically involves antiplatelet drugs, anticoagulants, beta blockers, and nitrates as needed, for example, for chest pain, hypertension, pulmonary edema, and statin to improve prognosis. For unstable angina and non-STEMI, do angiography within 24 to 48 hours of hospitalization to identify coronary lesions requiring PCI or cabbage, fibrinolysis is not helpful. For STEMI, do emergency PCI, PCI when due to balloon inflation time is less than 19 minutes, uh, mini, minutes, uh, minimum, minutes. Sorry, for stemming, do emerging emergency PCOA when due to balloon inflation, time is less than 90 minutes. Do fibrinolysis if such timely PCI is not available. Once again, please, this is very important to understand. For STEMI, so myocardial infarction with ST segment elevation, do emergency PCI to stand when door to balloon inflation time is less than 19 minutes. Or do fibrinolysis and do fibrinolysis if such timely PCI is not in, uh, available, is not possible. Following recovery, initiate or, or initiate to or continue actually aspirin and other antiplatelet drugs, beta blockers, aspirin, uh, AC inhibitors, and statins in most cases unless contraindicated. But beta blockers is very good. So yes. Uh, about that, that's that's enough so we finished our history of coronary syndrome and my dear friends uh, once again thank you for your attention please don't don't forget to subscribe our channel healthcare and education channel and please please make your donation because without your donations we cannot exist so we do exist we exist due to your donations. Also, how to make your donations you can find in description of this video. Very easy way. This is Yandex system, Russian system, very easy system, but okay, you can use also MasterCard, MasterCard of our channel, and U-Money, uh, U-Money system. So, thank you. See you in another lectures. Bye.